0: When this boy meets girl, meets boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets world. Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 3 Episode 10, chapter titled
1: Train of Fools.
0: Ten episodes into Season 3 already.
1: Time is something.
0: It really is something.
1: Yeah. You know how people, like, they go through, like, the year and then they're like, is it December already? Like. That's how you feel about the season? Yeah. I was, I'm just trying not to talk about time so you don't have a crisis. We're doing this with,
0: after missing a week. Yes. Yeah, so we apologize for missing a week, everybody. If you follow us on Twitter, that's where you get the late breaking goss on our show
1: yeah because uh surprise surprise on hasn't posted on our instagram in a couple weeks well we've been sick We all of us collectively we've all been sick
0: the flu was in our house but we're back now so thank you for waiting patiently
1: and thank you for the people who said oh i hope you feel better because that was very sweet
0: it was very sweet you guys are the best um so what have you been up to in the past two weeks tanya
1: let me tell you oh boy I have been up to seasonal depression (laughs) because it's January and it's great and the weather is bonkers. It's like warm one day, like 50 degrees. I'm like, oh man, all I want to do is garden. It's going to be so great when I can garden. And then the next day it's like, I don't even know, like 15 degrees and then when it's 15 degrees I'm like I'm never gonna get to garden ever again and then I just lay in bed watching homesteading videos over and over again
0: videos of other people gardening
1: yeah but because I do that I got to set up a tiny garden on our porch because of this idea that my favorite homesteader uh, not podcaster youtuber uh, Roots and Refuge did a video showing how you could like cut big holes in a um, garden soil bag and then plant lettuce seeds because those are cold hardy and then put a clear bin over top so it's like a greenhouse so i did that today and hopefully it works because i'm very excited i got to like garden for a few minutes and it felt very good
0: wow we you asked i like like to to i like to garden in stardew valley and It's
1: basically the same very thing. S-
0: very soon, garden in Rune Factory 4, hopefully.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Gardening in Rune Factory. I can't wait. Yes. I garden a lot on, I um, what would it be called? L- Lily's Garden. Yeah, video game. Uh, uh, I video a game, game garden yeah, a lot. It,
0: it's funny because I've never understood, like, People who like video games often watch people play video games, like on Twitch and whatever. Twitch is huge, but I don't enjoy that. Uh, And now Tanya has the Twitch equivalent of garden going on. Like, she can't garden, so she's watching other people garden. And I'm just, I don't know.
1: To be fair, I'm getting, like, I'm learning how to do things I would not otherwise know how to do by watching youtube videos so now i'm i've got a cutting garden plan so that we have flowers that we can cut and put in vases um plus i love i just want our house to look like the secret garden that's like my whole plan is just flowers everywhere
0: people learn how to do things in video games by watching other video gamers on twitch that is
1: true um but then i'm also playing lily's garden on my phone uh which is helping me scratch the garden itch a little bit but it's also making me wish i could just garden
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's really scratching that itch, if it's just making it worse. Um, But you enjoy it.
1: So what have you been up to?
0: I don't know. What have I been up to? I went to a paint night last night. (gasps) I went to my friends at work, and I am a little bit of a, not a hermit.
1: An introvert.
0: I am. So I like being around people, but I don't like... Ex- like being around people forcedly? Like where it's like I feel like I can't leave?
1: He doesn't like following through with plans that he set up.
0: Well, I didn't set these up but um, I don't understand the subtle dig but... it
1: wasn't a subtle dig. That was just saying you don't. I don't either. Like I like to set things up and be like, oh, I can't wait to hang out with this person and then like it gets to that day and I'm like, I really just want to stay home so bad.
0: Like I often, there are people that I enjoy being around but I don't want to go out and then just for the next 4 or 5 hours be going man I'm just like when is it okay when is the right time to leave when I just
1: I just want to be with Tanya so bad I just want to like cuddle up next to her and watch her play Lily's Garden
0: yeah and then last night my uh, one of my work friends got officially hired on at the at the job and he and another of our friends scheduled a wine and paint place and I'd never been and I went back and forth for about a week and a half about whether or not I was going to go. And I never fully committed to them. And then yesterday, I decided, yeah, I'm going to go. So I I don't drink at this point just because of my stomach issues I've had. And I was there as the sober friend, as there were eight of us there painting. And I had a really good time. I... I... I am a perfectionist. Uh, Tanya's seen me paint before and get really mad and quit painting forever. Because I expect to be able to... Because like I can see what I want to do. But if any of you have painted painted before, it never does what you want it to do. And I get really, really mad. So all of my friends, all of my work friends got to see that last night. As I started painting and having a good time. Hey, it's great to see you. Woo, this is fun. Woo, this is, remember that time at work? Blah, 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 blah. And then about 30 minutes in, I'm stone cold silent. And I am like biting my lip and slowly trying to make this look as good as possible. Like my trees aren't straight enough. And I'm so mad. Like my tree is supposed to go up and down. And I want it to be like a straight line. And it's like curved and weird. And I was getting so mad. Um, to the point where people started noticing after like an hour in, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I'm so stressed out about this. Like, look at this tree. It's, it's all, it's all messed up. And everyone else is having a good time. I enjoyed it. Like I enjoyed being there around everybody and I enjoyed having the painting when it was done.
1: It looks very good. We'll post it on Twitter.
0: Maybe. But... No, we won't. It'll be on Instagram,
1: but... No, I'll post it on Twitter because I'll post on Twitter. If you want it on Instagram, then you have to do it, and you're not going to.
0: I don't... Um, I enjoyed having the painting when it was done. I'm still not crazy about it. Like, there's one... That's tr- just
1: because he's just crazy. It looks very good.
0: There's one tree that really bothers me. Like, I really wanted that... I want that tree now to be taller, and I regret... Not noticing that in the moment because now I don't have paint or wine or friends here to help me
1: um, We have two out of the three of those things. We have paint. Mm-hmm. We have lots of paint. Mm-hmm. And You have friends here I'm your friend.
0: You're my wife. You are my like you're my best friend oh. but You're not my friend <laughs>
1: <laughs> So one time <laughs> When we were first dating, because, like, I painted all the time, and so Alden texted me from the house just up the road, and he was, like, went to Michael's with Aubrey today, got a bunch of paint stuff, and he, like, shows me he got this, like, paint kit that had an easel and, like, all this stuff with it. I
0: spent, like, a $100 that day.
1: Seriously, and he was so excited, and I was, like, this is great. Like, we could paint it, because, like, I do it as just, like, a, well, if it comes together, it comes together. Like, I do want it to look good, but... I also, I mean, it's just, it's whatever. It feels good to paint. And um, an hour later, I'm at work and he's like, I was like, how's the painting going? And he sends me a picture of all the stuff shoved in a corner. And I was like, what happened? He's like, I'm never touching it again. I'm not a good painter. I'm never painting again. And it was so funny because now he painted again. and It looks so good.
0: I did. I just need an instructor to go through every step of the way and exactly what Colors to mix together and where to put them and whatever, but even then I was stressed out the entire time, like a four-hour window where I'm sweating through my shirt because I'm so uh, stressed about what I'm doing and how it looks.
1: You did come home and just stand in the middle of our bedroom for like ten minutes, I think, probably just drying off. From yeah, it.
0: yeah, I'm not kidding. I was sweating through my shirt and. I was very concerned that my friends next to me, on either side of me, were going to notice a smell wafting towards them from my
1: armpits. And no, I'm because like, they were drinking wine. It's true. So they, it was fine. It's I'm true. glad you had fun, though. I'm. I was worried that you were going to let the stress eat away at
0: you. I mean, I did, but then it was over. Like it's that's the cool thing about it is once you're done, you have this like. Um, I don't know. A uh, memento. Yeah. Yeah. Like a physical memory of what you did and and the time that you had. So I'll be doing more of those for sure. So, anyway, we also watch Boy Meets World, season three, episode 10.
1: Train of Fools. Was I supposed to say that again?
0: Uh-huh. Oh. You do whatever you want.
1: It's been so long since we podcasted.
0: Um, it was directed by Jeff McCracken, written by Susan Myers and Judy Toll,
1: and produced by Butt Gang.
0: Produced by Butt Gang. Um,. It's funny that it's gotten to the point where we see Buck gang on the TV and we're like, yes, it's a Buck gang episode, but it, it wasn't really weird. They didn't write it. So um, anyway, uh, I think if I recall correctly in this moment, um, blurb me up.
1: OK. The blurb for season three, episode 10, Train of Fools is Corey, Sean, Topanga and Eric and his date get stuck in a subway car on New Year's Eve.
0: Wow, you went very specific on that one, huh? Just
1: that to, was the blurb.
0: Just to fight back against my my blurb issues. Mm-hmm. Aubrey's going to be so upset with that blurb.
1: Yeah, she is. She's, <laughs> She's going to be <laughs> so like, mad. Dad, what did you do? She is.
0: Um, anyways. I can't wait. So, classroom or not? Not. Where do we start, Tanya?
1: The kitchen. Who's, the Matthew's kitchen.
0: Ooh, I was about to say, who's kitchen? Good job. You step ahead. Mm-hmm. You had all night last night to prepare while I was out painting it up.
1: Except I wasn't. I was preparing for gardening in two and a half months. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, what happens? What do we got?
1: Uh, Sean and Corey are in the Matthews kitchen talking about New Year's Eve. How old are they at this point? 15?
0: I think 15. I don't know.
1: So, these two 15-year-olds are talking about what they're going to do on New Year's Eve in Philadelphia by themselves. And Sean's like, I got us a limo. My uncle... Laszlo. Laszlo, which I love that name. And now... When we get a corgi, I really want to name it Laszlo.
0: Um,
1: I feel like Lazlo's a good corgi. I don't name. know.
0: Corgi Matthews is also really good, and Um Topengi. I like Topengi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Laszlo is so cute. Or
0: Corp Corpenga. Corpenga, yeah. That good. But... I like I like those. Laszlo's fine. Laszlo's Sean's deadbeat uncle or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I mean limo driving
0: uncle limo
1: limo driving uncle so sean is short for limousine yes um and so they're talking about their plans for new year's
0: and mr feeney kramer's his way into the door like yeah it was so kramer was that my that was my son felt It it was good and he jumps in the door and he's like boys i need your help do you have where you, are your parents? Where are your, your parents? parents home? Yeah, and uh, he t- Corey tells him that f- his parents aren't home, and Mr. Fina's like, "Well, my my cab driver is outside, and if I miss this trip, I'm going if I miss this cab, I'm gonna miss the flight, and then I'll miss my entire week off in
1: the Bahamas. The
0: Bahamas doesn't and, he only
1: get paid like twenty five thousand a year or something? Oh um, wait, that was elementary school.
0: That was elementary school. Now, now
1: he's the principal, he's principal, and he can go to the Bahamas on winter break. He's a principal
0: and a teacher. He's probably Does getting he paid get paid extra. double? I bet he gets paid extra.
1: So he would get paid like forty grand for being a teacher and like forty grand for being a principal.
0: Maybe. But that's enough to go to the Bahamas, I guess, in 1995. But,
1: um, oh, it's 96 now? Not yet. This was 95. It was December 15th when this episode came out.
0: Wow. Fancy. So uh, the boys are like, oh, seems like you need a little money, Mr. Feeney, huh? And Mr. Feeney, like, gives him a sob story. Like, I got, I, this is my only chance. The cab driver's waiting. He's going to leave me. And Corey says, all right, well, you know what? Like, I... how
1: much do you need?
0: And as he starts saying that, Sean, like, cuts him off. and says, core, core, core. No, I'll take care of this. Mr. Feeney, would $20 help? And Mr. Feeney says, yes. And he turns to Corey and he goes, Corey, can I borrow
1: $20? And Corey pulls it out of his pocket, just a crumpled up $20 bill.
0: That he just happened to have crumbled up in his pocket. Yeah. And Sean hands it to Mr. Feeney and says, No, 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 no. You know, if you had thought about this ahead of time, you wouldn't be in this situation.
1: He feenied Feeney. He
0: feenied Feeney. You can't feeny Feeney.
1: He did feeny Feeney.
0: Damn, he did feeny Feeney. And then Sean like leans out the door and yells, like, I don't remember what he says, something I like... I didn't he, even that,
1: remember him leaning out the door. He
0: yells something Italian, and then when he pops his head oh, back yeah. in, Corey goes, you just wished him a spicy pasta.
1: <laughs> and then we hear Eric scream from the living room, yeah. and um, they go out of the kitchen to where Eric is on the phone, and Eric's like, cha cha <laughs> <laughs> What? That's what he says. Is that what he says? Yeah, it struck me as very funny because he's like on the giant cordless phone and he's just like ah cha cha cha, um, and he gets off the phone and they're like, "What's going on?" And Alan comes in, he's like, "What's going on?" And Eric's just like, "Dad, thanks so much for giving birth to me." And Amy comes in, she's like, "I was there too." And Eric's like, "Yeah, kudos to you, mom."
0: He says, "Your oldest son, the fruit of your loom." Got a date with the Rebecca Alexa,
1: and every time they oh, said that, no, I she just I checked off. every single time they said it, which was like um, eighty six times they said it, and eighty six times our Alexa would go off. Stop,
0: Alexa, play Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Oh, no. no. <laughs> it's starting. No, no.
1: Why did you do that? Right. That was a bad experiment.
0: That was a bad experiment. I'm sorry for anyone else if that went awry. Um, I'm also sorry for Alden later for having to edit out these screams. Um,
1: anyway, Rebecca Alexa, he's got a date with her because she's Jason's cousin?
0: Jason's second cousin's f- friend or something like that. So because of that, I don't understand. Why
1: wouldn't Jason have gone out with Rebecca Alexa?
0: Yeah, and or anybody else that, like.
1: Like, she wouldn't have needed a date. That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I thought, like, maybe he had won a date with her or something. Yeah. No. And he's
1: like, no, a friend of a friend of a friend says that the biggest supermodel in jeans needs a date for New Year's Eve. Yeah. In suburban Philadelphia.
0: Yes, it was a wild plot. Um, but then Eric talks about how I am going to be kissing Rebecca Alexa in front of everyone in Philly at midnight.
1: Like, what party are they going to?
0: Right? But also, he immediately went to, look how popular I'm going to be.
1: That seems
0: very not Eric. Eric would be very happy just to be with a I supermodel. feel like
1: that too, yeah. But, I mean, he also does use girls so it does sort of make sense um
0: but then he says mommy daddy catch me and it was uncomfortable and then he trust falled and then they didn't catch him and he landed on the ground
1: which is very very funny yes it was not uncomfortable like it i hate never mind
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i moved back Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so then we go to, uh, well, we come back to the living room later at night.
1: It is New Year's Eve, it and is. Alan is getting ready for whatever party they're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, he's and all he's fancy. Like, yeah, he's he's got a blazer on, and then he puts like a nice jacket on over the blazer, and it was confusing to me because I feel like anyone I've ever known, if they're wearing like a suit and a blazer, they don't put a coat on over top of it. They just go like that, but... Alan Swanky.
0: Alan Swanky.
1: And he's like, "Amy, come on, we gotta go." And she's like, "I'm shaving my legs." He's like, "Dude, in the car, we're losing daylight here." And she's like, "Will you just hold on?" And, and Eric, com- uh, Eric comes down looking like he is going to a funeral.
0: He does, and he's very like nervous, and he's like talking to to Alan about it, and Alan's like, "You know, Eric, she's just a girl who happens to be a supermodel, which is wonderful. That is true, right?" And Uh, Amy comes down at that point and and she's like, my little boy, my little Eric, look at you. You look so handsome. And he's like, too handsome? And She's like, no, you look great. And then Corey comes in and she starts like doting on Corey like, oh, because Corey's wearing a suit that's way too big for him.
1: I'm telling you, that was the style of suits then.
0: Okay, well, it was way too big for him now. Yeah. So she turns to Corey, and she's, like, pulling on him. And she's
1: like, oh, I just remember when remember when you two little
0: boys, like, were home when we were going out on New Year's Eve, and you guys looked so cute. and
1: um. Which means it's been a long time since they spent New Year's Eve with their children. That's I don't true. generally judge the Matthews' parents. And I guess going out and doing adult things on New Year's Eve would be nice. I just, I feel like we...
0: We are different than a lot of people. And I'm not saying that that's better. No. I think a lot of parents go out on New Year's Eve. That's like prime babysitter time. Like, that's when people get a babysitter. New Year's Eve. Hmm. So that they can have a babysitter there watching their kids while they go out and drink and come home safely. Right. And they don't have to worry about make, making sure the kids are taken care of.
1: When we've been New Year's Eveing all wrong.
0: Well, for sure. We don't even drink at this point.
1: That's okay. We don't need a drink, but we also, everything is about the kids.
0: It's true. We 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 plan all of our New Year's Eves around our children and mm-hmm. what they want to do. Finley used to set up his own... Um,
1: Jupiter s- Jelly Festival.
0: Yeah, it was this little festival thing that he would create out of his mind that... Had, like, different spots that Cardboard we Cardboard
1: s- vending machines, mm-hmm. a game area. He had a whole song that he would sing that was the Jupiter Jelly anthem, and he was the mayor of Jupiter Jellyville.
0: Yeah, we planned all of- It was, like, of, a thing. We planned the night around this, We and taped
1: balloons to the ceiling so that we could have ripped down the paper, and balloons would fall at midnight.
0: We have a fire every year where we write down things that happened and things that we didn't like about the year, and then we throw yeah, them I into the- I think
1: we f- talked about that before, Right, yeah. but
0: I'm saying, like, we, we plan all of this stuff out but it's all centered around our children and this year our kids didn't want to do anything so guess who didn't do anything all of us yeah
1: we just fell into bed at 10 o'clock and then we watched scrubs i think until midnight and then went to sleep
0: yeah because our kids didn't want to do anything so we didn't know what to do with ourselves
1: yeah what are we gonna do when we're empty nesters
0: uh we're gonna be in an rv traveling the world
1: yes i really <laughs> hope so because that's like my life stream
0: Yeah, I think we won't be retired, so we'll still have to take time off (laughs) On the
1: weekends, we're going to be traveling to the closest states possible.
0: We're going to be 42 when our kids are all 18. We're going
1: to be so young.
0: Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) none of this has anything to do with Boy Meets World. Uh, Eric talks about how, yeah, I remember that because... I still remember pulling raisinettes out of little Corey's nose. And Corey says, Yeah, if it weren't for those shrimp forks, they'd still be up there. <laughs> um,
1: mind you, Amy has come downstairs and she looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So gorgeous. But her dress, I'm pretty sure, was off of the Flintstones movie set. Okay. I think either Wilma or Betty wore that exact dress in the first Flintstones movie. And I think it was Wilma.
0: Dear Flintstone podcasters out there, please... I
1: love the Flintstones movie. Please
0: get back at us. Let us know John about the dress. John Goodman. I know. You, in his prime. We'll Start a Flintstones podcast so you can get to this point and then tell us.
1: It's just the dress. She's wearing a Flintstones dress and she looks amazing in it.
0: She does look gorgeous. And um, But then she says, all right, please be careful tonight, boys. It's New Year's Eve. This is when the crazies go out. And then the door busts open and Kramer... Sean runs in, ba-dum, 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 and Sean goes,
1: "Let's get crazy!" And then they go to the door, and Sean's like, "The limo's here!" And they're like, "Uh, why does that look like a hearse?"
0: Yeah, because it is one.
1: Yeah, Uncle um, Laszlo drives a hearse, not a limo.
0: Yeah. So then Amy and Alan look at um, Eric and say. Um,
1: what are you driving? How are you getting around tonight?
0: And he says he points to whatever he calls his name, his car's I, I name. I don't remember. I forget. Elaine. I want to say it's like Let's, Betsy or something like that. It's
1: Elaine. We're sticking with the Seinfeld.
0: No, it's Elaine. It's um, it's uh, George Costanza. <laughs> and he says, or and Amy goes, "You shouldn't be driving that on New Year's Eve. Why don't you take our car and we'll take yours?" And Alan's like, "Um, excuse me," and. Um, first off, I would never do this. Mm -mm. I would, I am on Alan's side here. Like, wait a second. What? But Amy says, yeah, he shouldn't be driving that thing all around Philadelphia. Here's the keys. Give me your keys. And Eric goes, here's the pliers.
1: Because that's how he has to start his car.
0: Yeah. Keep in mind, though, he's driving their car because his car was too busted. That's gonna bother me here in a second. So anyway.
1: Yeah. So now we go to Jonathan's apartment.
0: Mr. Turner.
1: We go there, and my favorite best friends ever are hanging out for New Year's. They're kind of like waiting for pizza, talking about how they don't need women, and like they're just having a good time together. Jonathan's
0: like, I came very close to spending New Year's Eve with Janine. Thank God I dodged that bullet. Um, She's a nice girl. She just has too much baggage, and I don't want to deal with all that baggage. Uh, And the doorbell rings.
1: And they're like, the pizza's here. And Mr. Turner, or Jonathan, he's definitely Jonathan in this episode, because he is not a teacher. J-T-T. No. J-T. Yeah. He opens the door, and it's not the pizza man. It is Janine. And she's like, Jonathan. She said, I
0: saw your light on, and I know you just hate to be alone. And he goes, nope, that's you.
1: (laughs) And she comes in. She's like, oh, yeah. She doesn't even try to, like defend herself she's just like oh yeah and she's like oh wow like what are you guys up to and he's just like we're waiting for a pizza she's like you're looking very skinny right now and he's like thanks and she's like it's not a compliment how about i go whip you up a nice lasagna
0: and mr turner is like or jt is like uh no janine you gotta and eli cuts him off and he's like wait, wait, wait 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 lasagna man come on
1: I forgot something very important. What'd you forget, Tons? She doesn't say, I'm going to go whip you up a nice lasagna. She says, you know what would be terrific." Oh. You know, that was my favorite part of the episode.
0: Anyway, so he says, no, you don't You don't need to do this. We've got a pizza on its way. And the doorbell rings again. And he goes, see? And then he goes to the door.
1: And it's, well, it is pizza.
0: It is pizza. Val
1: has the pizza.
0: Valerie is what Mr. Turner calls her. He's like, Valerie. And she's like, John, I just, here's a pizza. And I guess she assaulted the delivery driver out there and took it.
1: Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Janine turns around. She's like, Val? And Valerie's like, Janine? And they, like, run and hug each other because they're besties. Yeah. And so now they're just, that's where they're spending New Year's. They're
0: besties, but they didn't know that both of them dated Mr. Turner.
1: That is very odd because if I dated anyone, my bestie would know about it. Yeah. I, it's how you know I'm not dating anyone, I would tell you.
0: I guess, well, no. I was going to say, like, if it wasn't a serious thing, like, at what point? But I think pretty early on you tell your friends, unless it was like a one-night stand. But You
1: know about every single date your friends at work go on.
0: Right. And um, I, don't, I just, I don't know. Each of them dated for a little while, as we find out in the near future. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Now we go back to the living room. Back to the the living living room room where they. Where we are not supposed to. There's not supposed to be anybody in the living room. It's New
1: Year's Eve. They're out partying. uh,
0: BTW. We've gone through all this stuff. And we know where Corey and Sean were going to be. We know where Eric was going to be. We know where Amy and Alan were going to be. There's no babysitter at the house. So where's.
1: There should be a baby. Morgan. Exactly. There's no Morgan.
0: Yeah. We don't.
1: She's in the treehouse. Yeah. That's where she lives now, taking care of herself. Yeah. Um, But also, like, so we know where everyone is supposed to be. Why are we in the living room?
0: Because angry, Corey explains. um,
1: After they both Kramer through the door.
0: They both Kramer right through that. they Mr. Kool-Aid Man through that door.
1: And Topanga kind of teeter-totters on in after them.
0: And is just like, Sean, why would you do this? We have places to go. And you turn the car away. And Sean says... I, sorry, man, you see a corpse breathing, you got to send it back. That's my rule. Uh, and Corey's freaking out at Corey's him. Corey's
1: like, I mean, I'm really, really happy for the corpse, but mm-hmm. now we don't have a way to get
0: anywhere. And is like, guys, calm down. It's New Year's Eve. We don't need to have a party. We just have fun together. And then
1: uh, Eric and Rebecca, Alexa,
0: Should we change her name for the evening? We
1: can't. Well, I actually, I I stopped writing her name and started writing Becca.
0: I just wrote R.A.
1: I just wrote Becca because, like, let's be honest. If she was a real person, she'd be like, can you please stop calling me my whole name? Oh, she would
0: have hated that. Yeah. That's that. Like, Eric wouldn't stop. But it was because he wanted to point out the fact that he was there with Rebecca Alexa. See, I don't mind for us so much. Ours is going to keep going off, but...
1: Let's just assume nobody has those. They have Google's.
0: All right. Everybody listening? Um,
1: Hey, Google. (laughs) Damn it.
0: Now it's all ruined. Okay. So, anyway, um, Becca, Alexa... No, No, wait. Damn it.
1: (laughs) Becca and Eric come in.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And Eric is freaking out because...
1: The car stopped.
0: Mm -hmm. and it was his parents car yeah it broke down the good one so do you think a they knew did they know Amy knew? They knew.
1: I'm pretty sure that... Alan, Alan didn't know. Right. I'm pretty sure that Amy was driving it, and she was supposed to go get an oil change like a year prior, and then all of a sudden, like, the check engine light and the oil light came on on her way home from the grocery store, and she was like, I'm not dealing with this shit. And then she was like, hey, Eric, just drive this car so that Alan wouldn't see that both of those lights came on, and then she what figured a, that she would take care of it the next day.
0: What a veteran move. She was like... This is broken down already. Let me blame my son. Like, that's nuts. Um, Touché, Amy. So anyway, um, they're freaking out about it, except for Becca. She is like, we don't need to go out to have a good time. We can just hang out and have have a nice time. And that should have been Eric's cue.
1: Eric doesn't take cues because Eric only thinks about himself. But Becca is so charming and sweet. And she, they walk in and Sean's just like, Do you know who you are? I hate it when people say that. That is so annoying. And she's like, uh, Yes. And then he's like, Do you read minds? And she's like, Yes. And he and,
0: says, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and then Corey walks up to her and he's like, Rebecca, mm hmm. And, <laughs> um, Hi, I'm Corey. Uh, I go to John Adams High. This is my friend Topanga.
1: From school. And she's just like, Corey. And he's like, my girlfriend. So don't get any ideas. Uh,
0: So Eric jumps back from the phone and says, good news. I just got the last cab in the city. We're going out. And Corey goes, good. Can you take us out too? Like, We got to get back out.
1: Like this is the first year that we're allowed to celebrate out of the house. Like we've got to go, and Eric's like, mm, "Let me think about it." Uh, no.
0: And Corey begs again, and he says, "Okay, um, no." And that's when uh, Becca says, "Oh, I rem- I know how you feel, Corey. My older sister used to be the same way, and I never got to do anything with her, even though I wanted to." And, and Eric,
1: I never got over it.
0: I ne- yeah, she says I still hate her. And Corey, Corey, or no, Eric turns around and he goes, "Fine, Corey, you can come with us." And then he pulls cory to the side and he's like, "Don't do anything stupid." And then it cuts to them coming ba- back in back the house. in the Mr. Kool Aid Manning through the house again, and Eric going, "How could you do something so stupid?" And Corey says. Something about like the driver didn't match his picture. The cab yeah, driver. Yeah, did you see
1: his license? He didn't. He didn't even look like himself. And um, so they start talking about how like he could have driven them off into the woods and taken their livers. And Sean's like, "That's not so bad. I already lost mine."
0: And uh, so then Becca says. Oh, it's fine. We don't need a crowded party. We can just hang out here. Like, we don't need to be around all those people. She makes
1: it very clear that she is not comfortable being around a lot of people because, like, they ogle her. She's a supermodel. She wants to be around less people.
0: And as she says that, you can see Eric's face realize that, no, he wants to be around a lot of people so that they can see him with this girl.
1: He's like, no, we are going to a party and people are going to see us. And
0: she says, what are we going to do? Take the subway? And then it cuts to them?
1: On the subway.
0: And her saying... I, I wasn't serious. Um,
1: and they're just like, it was a great idea. And Topanga's just like, don't you just love this fly by the seat of your pants stuff?
0: And Eric says, yeah. That, or he, she says, like, I love flying by the seat of our pants. And he says, yeah, like that guy over there. And they point over and they all go, oh. But it all happens off screen.
1: And then Sean goes, Sean and Corey are facing each other. And Sean is like. do you feel like we're being watched or I feel like I'm being watched and Corey's like yeah you feel like that too and you see in between them there's a picture like a a poster of Feeney saying you need to be in school
0: like only you like the Uncle Sam poster except it's Feeney
1: Uncle Feeney
0: Uncle Feeney and um they talk about how it's um almost midnight and uh, Corey goes, yeah. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna do it. You're gonna we're gonna. You're I'm gonna, gonna get to I'm gonna get to go to the party, and you're gonna get to kiss Rebecca Alexa in front of the entire Philadelphia, just like you wanted to.
1: And our good friend Becca is just like, hey. So are you trying to say that that? your brother just thinks of me as a trophy and Corey is like about to word vomit and he's like making all these faces like he's trying to say no. He's trying so hard to say no. And he's just like, yes.
0: Yeah, and then uh, she freaks out. She gets off the train. She's like, I've got, hey, Mr. Turner. (laughs) She's like, I've got places to be, bye. And she walks off the train as the door is closing so that Eric can't follow her. And he freaks out at the door. Uh, and Corey's just like, Eric, don't worry. It's There's no cabs available in the city.
1: She can't get too far. She can't get far. She's
0: going to be walking. We'll get off at the next stop. And as he says that, the train, like, lurches to a stop and turns dark. And Eric flies backwards. And then from the ground, he's like, what did you do? He's
1: like, it's your fault. And there they are, trapped on the train, just like in the blurb.
0: Just like in the blurb. And then... On the loudspeaker, you hear like, "Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted. We'll be taking, and
1: and something about losing limbs."
0: And Topanga goes, "What did he say?" And Eric goes, "He said Cory broke the train." <laughs> um
1: so like eric's super pissed and Corey's trying to calm him down and topanga comes over and she's like fuck up buckers well
0: first i just i Corey sits down and he goes we just have to act tough like we're not alone oh, on a yeah. subway we we just need to be the toughest ones on the train and he loudly goes hey nice night for new year's eve sure would be a awful. shame if
1: i killed someone
0: yeah and then somebody who I thought looked shockingly like James Marsden with a beard <laughs>
1: uh,
0: looks at Corey over the newspaper, and Corey goes, well, You know, with my flu virus.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: and then, yeah, Topanga wow, runs.
1: Topanga makes the best faces ever.
0: Yeah. And then that's she runs over mm-hmm. and she's like,
1: Buck up, buckers. And gives a speech about how they should, you know, embrace the challenges and have fun. And Corey's like, what is going on with you, Topanga? Did you swallow who? Sandy Duncan? Sandy Duncan, yeah. Sandy Duncan. Did you swallow Sandy Duncan? And she freaks out. She, oh, I felt this so hard. What'd you do? She is like look, do you know how hard it is to be positive all the time? Be the
0: rah-rah girl. Be
1: the rah-rah girl. It's really hard. I have demons too. She
0: says, you think I want to say things like buckers?
1: (laughs) And she's like, I have demons. And then she's like, oh, that felt so good.
0: Yeah. And then uh, you you see Sean like kind of. He he walks back through the door. We didn't even know he left, but he walks back through the like the door that connects the subway and cars. He's
1: having the best night ever.
0: Yeah, and he talks about how there's like caterers in one, there's a lady giving birth in another one,
1: and parochial girls in another one. Also, uh, they make a new friend. He comes over and he's just like, you guys don't ride subway much, do you? And. uh they have a whole conversation and I don't remember this guy's name in real life, but he's from city guys. He was also in like everything in Mm -hmm. the nineties, like everything. I think he was even in like music videos and stuff. He was very, very popular for nineties tweens.
0: Yeah. For like three years or something. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, city guys was on for three years. I didn't even realize it was on that long. And I watched every episode every Saturday morning. hmm.
0: Yeah, but that... So Sean's just like, man, food, babes, and birth. The cycle of life is complete here.
1: I loved the fact that Sean was having his best night ever. He
0: just was in heaven. It was fantastic.
1: Yeah. Um, And he, like, disappears again. But now... We go back to Mr. Turner's. Um, we go back... J, JT's. Yeah, we, we go back to Mr. Turner's. The girls are on the couch. They have wine, and they're just, like, sitting there bonding over the stupid shit that Jonathan has said to they're them. They're drinking the tea. And he is miserable and she's like there Janine is like um, oh no 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 Val is like so where did he take you for your date and she's like wait no let me guess Italian and she's like yeah and then he says to me Um, it's not about you. Like you're really, really nice, and I you're such a great person. I'm just not ready for this commitment right now. Both
0: of them at the same time say the not ready for this commitment right now. And then start
1: cackling and Eli
0: is loving it.
1: Oh. Eli gave me life. He was so great. So
0: he walks over to the girls and
1: He starts inserting. Like, things that he knows that Jonathan says to people, and well, he, they are eating it up, too. Well, he
0: sits down at the uh, on, like, the couch arm next to the girls who are on the couch, and he starts joking about Jonathan, and, and Mr. Turner goes, hey, Eli, I need you over here. Can you help me carry these heavy plates? And Eli goes, man, I would, Jonathan, but I'm just not sure if I'm ready for that kind of commitment, and they just all die laughing together.
1: And I died laughing with them. And... um,
0: Mr. Turner grabs him over there and he's like, look, we planned this night so that we wouldn't have to be around women. We didn't want to be around women. And Eli goes, I lied.
1: Yeah, like, Jonathan didn't want to be around women. Eli was very happy that the women are there. Oh, very happy. And he goes and sits in between them.
0: Yeah, but now we cut back to the subway and um, Sean runs onto the train.
1: Eric... Eric is mm. um, sitting on one seat and he's giving a note to this like little like 10 year old. And he's like, all right, so you're going to get off the train and you're going to see a tall blonde um, and you're going to give this to her and then like run back in before the doors close. And, and then... the mom comes over and like grabs the kid. And we Eric... assume
0: it's the mom. What if it wasn't?
1: <gasps> the kid got kidnapped. What if she also kidnapped Morgan?
0: <gasps> also, BTW pretty sure the outfit that that boy is wearing was a cory outfit in season one
1: i'm sure you are correct it's
0: like a jean jacket with a yellow hoodie
1: yeah i i think he wore that when uh he and sean got the same outfit Mm. because sean cut the arms off his yellow hoodie
0: maybe um but anyway uh, Sean that's when Sean busts in the he Kool-Aid. There's a lot of like Kramer Kool-Aid Manning through these doors yeah. this episode. Sean that's how bursts all, and he's like all of the all of the character development happens by bursting through doors.
1: Yeah. Um Sean bursts through Mrs. Janelli is giving birth. Sean's like, She's crowning. Um and then he's like, Does anyone know anything about delivery? Hey, you pizza guy, come with me.
0: And the pizza guy just jumps up and runs with him. <laughs> um <laughs> So Eric is mad again still about at Corey. And he's like, this is all your fault. And he's just so angry with him. And um, Corey like finally has had enough. And he's like, "Do you think this is how I wanted to spend my night? Like I wanted to be stuck on a train? No, I wanted to be at a party with my friend and my girlfriend and having a great time. And they both start like kind of like, I don't know, Eric, Eric softens a little bit at this. Mm-hmm. And... Corey goes, I mean, what kind of idiot could be having a good time here? And then the door opens and Sean Kramer's his way through again. He's got a hat on. And he's
1: got like a mini crab cake. And he's like, the caterers are giving out these little tiny crab cakes. And they're just like, wow, there's like an actual party going on, basically. And
0: Corey goes, you know what? I'm done. I'm done just loathing in this. I'm going to have, my friends are here and my girlfriend's here. I'm going to make my own party. We're going to have a great time here. And Eric goes, well, fine. I'm just going to use my brain to will this train to move. And he like tries to Professor X the train. It doesn't work.
1: Eric's dumb. Yes. So even if he could Professor X the train, he couldn't. That said. his brain isn't there.
0: How do you know if you have a mutant power unless you try to use the mutant power? Have you ever tried to move things with your brain?
1: I do not have a mutant power. Have
0: you ever tried?
1: I know that I don't have a mutant power because I've tried.
0: You've tried to move things with your brain?
1: Yes, and I've tried to hear people's thoughts.
0: I don't want that shit. Get that away from me.
1: I also wanted to, like, fly, but I would never jump off of, like, a roof or anything like you. But, I mean, when you jump off of a diving board... The only reason why I ever j- jumped off the high dive when I was like seven or eight. I think I was at swimming class and I was like, if I can fly, I will know when I jump off of this tall diving board. I hit the water so hard that I it knocked the wind out of me and I never jumped off the high dive ever again.
0: Wowzers. Yeah.
1: So I can't fly. I can't read your mind and I can't move things with my mind.
0: Have you tried anything else?
1: What else is there? I mean, I've tried. Disappearing? I'm good at that. <laughs>
0: I've tried many of the X-Men powers, I think. I've tried to, like, charge up whatever I was holding, like Gambit. Um, I have tried to go through walls. Um,
1: Have you tried turning blue? You just hold your breath for a long time?
0: That's not a superpower, but... I have tried to bamf like Nightcrawler into other places.
1: See, I felt like that was the least likely one. So I never tried to.
0: I feel like that's the most dangerous one. Like if you bamf into the wrong spot, you're dead. But um, I think I tried a lot of them. What else have I tried? What other mutant powers are there? I tried to eye beam like Cyclops, for I was about sure. to
1: say, have you exploded things with your eyeballs?
0: I don't know if... I think I've tried to read thoughts, but I don't want that power. Like, if I ended up having that power, I'd be very upset. There's just... You don't want to hear people's thoughts.
1: It's bad enough, like, when you can feel people's feelings. Like, I agree. I would not want to hear people's thoughts. Yeah. I'm already self-conscious enough. But then again, if I could, then I would know that they are or are not thinking bad things. I automatically think that people are thinking awful things about me, like the moment I meet anybody. But people
0: think bad things all the time, and then they regret it later. So, like, you're hearing that thought, and then later when they don't feel that way anymore, you're not, like, you're not going to know what to believe. That's true. So, anyway, (laughs) X-Men are not on this train.
1: So, we're back. Where? Jonathan's. JT's. And... He is very mad. Eli is in Eli between is the girls. Very happy.
0: And they're like on him. Like yeah. they're like draped on him. They're one of uh I don't remember. Janine's legs are draped over. And she's got like
1: legs for days.
0: She's wearing like a miniskirt and she's yeah. got her legs over him.
1: And he is beaming.
0: Mhm. Um uh they both have their arms around him, they're drinking wine and just joking about Jonathan.
1: And Jonathan says a a few things but then he like starts to move towards the door and Eli's like where are you going and Jonathan's like to the roof and Eli is a snarky asshole and he's like don't forget to tuck and roll and Jonathan goes hey Eli I made my new year's resolution he's like oh yeah what is it And he's like I hate you, <laughs> when opens the door where there's this crying redheaded lady, just like screaming. She's like, ah, Jonathan, I just need closure on our relationship. <laughs> and he
0: says, it was one date, Lynn. And she says,
1: why are you being so mean to me? I just want to date someone who will listen to me. And, and so he pulls her in, and he's like, hey, Eli, incoming, and then shuts the door and leaves.
0: Mm-hmm. And now we cut back to the party car. It is
1: a party train. They are having a blast. Everyone's dancing, wearing like um, what are those hats called that Doctor Who also wore? Fez. Yes, a fez. They're all wearing New Year's fezes, and Topanga's dancing with a sailor, and <laughs> and they're just and. All of a sudden, Corey is a caterer it, and a is, waiter?
0: He is the life of this party. He ma- he gave life to this party. Yeah. He created it into existence, and everyone is so proud of him. Like,
1: like their new city guy friend comes over and he's like, everybody congratulate Corey on this party. And they're like, huh? Because for some reason they don't understand what party is, and yeah. it's Philadelphia. I'm so confused. It
0: seemed vaguely racist to me, but that's it beside the point.
1: It actually, yes.
0: Yes. Um, um, it it did seem very much like they were like oh what's this what's this uh, African American gentleman saying like it was Mind you, nuts the,
1: the car is diverse like there's yes. I even looked I wanted to see because of this weird interaction it was just like,
0: a weird second so I don't want to spend eight minutes yeah. talking about it but it was it was, it a was weird odd second. Um, it was just uncomfortable it was it was very uncomfortable but um he's like give it up for Corey for whatever making mm. this party. And Topanga walks over and she just like grabs Corey and she just like gives him an, a big old kiss.
1: Mm-hmm. She stops dancing with the sailor mm-hmm. to and give him he, a kiss.
0: And he's like, "Topanga, it's not even midnight yet." And she says, "I know, but they're passing out garlic balls." And uh, I
1: wanted to get a fresh one. Yeah, kiss, not garlic ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably that too. She wanted both. If she didn't, if she didn't mm-hmm. want a fresh garlic ball, she wouldn't have worried about whether or not she's going to kiss Corey. Mm, so, mm-hmm. I guess she just wanted. Maybe that's all she was saying.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna eat garlic. I'm so I'm about, kissing you now. I want a
0: fresh garlic ball. And uh, uh, Corey walks over to Eric, and Eric
1: his, is sulking in a corner.
0: And and but he he's kind of coming to life now. Mm-hmm. And he says, "You know, Corey, I'm good. I've decided. Uh, I'm over Rebecca Alexa. I dumped her. And you know what? I don't even believe me."
1: He's, he's, he's feeling a little disparity.
0: So Corey like goes, you know what? It's fine. Like just to have a good time. New Year's Eve never turns out like you want it to. Right. Like remember that time when, um,
1: we tried to make popcorn in the radiator and the walls were popping for weeks. And then he's like, and then when the blonde babysitter curled your hair and that was Eric talking and Corey's like, yeah, when is that going to grow out?
0: And then he like rubs his head. Um, and then uh, one of the guys goes, all right, it's New Year's. Is, was it a city guy who does this? Yeah. And he says, five He counts down. I don't need to count down and tell you how that works. <laughs> and they do the Happy New Year thing. And as they do, woo, Happy New Year, Sean runs in. And he's like, guys, everybody, good news.
1: It's twins. twins. And is like, Miss Janelle had twins?
0: And Sean goes, No. I found twins. Look, everybody meet Linda Linda and more Linda? Um, This is
1: not the first time he's been into a Linda. That's true. I realize that because he says Linda very distinctly.
0: I also don't know if I'm just having deja vu or I thought there was a more Linda joke at some point in the series.
1: It's possible that more Linda is just an ongoing thing. I think we should try to see if it ever happens again.
0: Yes. Uh, So anyway, now post-Garlic Ball, Corey and Topanga kiss again. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and Eric
1: and I really think they didn't kiss on the mouth. I think Corey kissed her in the ear hole. So <laughs> maybe maybe the that. garlic balls were a bit much. Kind of like my coffee. Um, maybe she's into ear kisses. I like ear kisses on your ear hole. No, it's that hurts. But like if you kiss me near my ear, but not like a makeout kiss, just like a smooch. So. Uh, Topanga kisses Corey And then Eric turns around Because a waitress in like A Fredericks of Hollywood Waitress outfit comes over And says Quiche and he Like she's holding quiche Yeah she's holding a platter with quiche but she's wearing Lingerie and He says yes And grabs her And starts making out with her And she throws the tray in the air
0: yeah, throws it back while they're making out. Um, and did you, I didn't know this until I was looking up show notes to find the writer and the director. Mm-hmm. The girl who was playing the caterer was Charisma Carpenter. What? Like a real, like, famous. How did I not
1: notice that? Because you
0: don't see her face even.
1: That's like, true. You see, like,
0: a corner of her face for a second. Yeah. It was oh, just wow. weird that to me. That is weird. And I don't know, did she do anything before this? I think so. Because at that point, then why would she have taken this role where she does like a weird like side... I think she
1: did like commercials and stuff.
0: I'm looking it up. I'm looking to see what she did before Boy Meets World.
1: I'm looking over your shoulder. Wait, Buffy was during the same time, wasn't it? Buffy was
0: after. Oh, okay. Buffy was 97.
1: Because that's when she got really famous, right? Right. With Buffy. We are always here for all of your pop culture needs. We are your IMDb.
0: Or you could just check IMDb. Like you would be you'd so be far out of the game. Than us. Uh, she was in an episode of Baywatch. One episode. Um, yeah, she really didn't do anything. She was caterer in Boy Meets World. Mm.
1: That's nuts.
0: And then, Hey mm, Arnold. So then Buffy was the next year, ninety seven.
1: Oh, one episode. She was Simone in Hey Arnold. Yeah. I love Hey Arnold. She
0: was Cordelia in Buffy in ninety seven. So okay,
1: so like the next year, yeah. basically. So I
0: guess her big break was the caterer in Boy Meets World. Yeah. Where she doesn't even say any words. And she
1: doesn't consent to a very, 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 very... uh... Passionate? Yeah, passionate kiss. But she was into it. No, yeah, she was.
0: So, that's it for the episode, episode. Now we go to the...
1: The credit scene.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Where we are in the kitchen again. We're in the
1: kitchen. Amy and Alan are there, and boom, Feeny bursts into the door. Yeah, another door burst. Looking very tan and very uh islandy with like a hawaiian looking shirt on and like a hat and he's just like hey can someone spot me some money for my cab
0: and uh alan goes george hamilton feeney was that his last
1: name or his middle name i guess so
0: um and uh he says why don't oh no and then they say they don't have any money. Like, Amy's like, I don't have any cash She's like, on like, I didn't me.
1: make it to the bank today. Was that a thing that people did in the 90s? They yeah. just went to the bank, like, every day? That's the only way you had money. What?
0: And, uh...
1: Who had time for that?
0: And Alan says, I got a dollar. <laughs> and Feeney goes, dig further, man. This cab is waiting for me. And Alan says, what, or are... that's... Have
1: him take you to a cash yeah, machine, like an, an ATM. You.
0: He says, have him take you to the bank machine. And were they not
1: called ATMs yet? They were called ATMs. Okay, maybe not in Philly.
0: Sure. And Mr. Feeney says, "No, there's. I won't. I don't want to spend another minute in the cab with this guy. His picture doesn't even look like him. So it's the same cab driver. Mm-hmm. But that also makes me go back to like, eh, the boys are probably safe. Uh, he didn't kill anybody overnight. We don't know that. Oh, that's true."
1: You just assume that. He just got away with it. I've been listening to a lot of um, like true crime podcasts just because there's like two that I really enjoy that are investigative podcasts. They're not always true crime, but like they have certain seasons that are true crime. And let me tell you, people get away with things for a really long time.
0: Uh, The boys walk downstairs. Corey and Sean walk downstairs now. And Sean is just like.
1: Alan's like, oh, maybe the boys have money for mm, you. And Sean's like, huh.
0: Well, well, well. a little
1: short again there, George.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Feeny basically is just like um, I'll t- I'd rather lose my liver And walks back out the door
0: Yep and then it's over So anyway Alden Tanya
1: How did you, did you feel, feel about, about this, this episode?
0: episode? That was cute <laughs> <laughs> That was awful um, I thought it was good it was fun It was a good episode I don't have anything to, like we Talked about our feelings throughout the episode It was fun mm-hmm. it was a fun episode
1: I actually saved some of my thoughts for the oh, end.
0: Did you? I did. Wow. Well, why don't you regale me with some tales?
1: Okay. So I was re- like, I don't know why this particular episode, because Topanga and Cory are it's not a Topanga-Corey-driven storyline. It's kind of everybody. Like, there isn't, like, a central character here. It's, it really follows everyone, like, equally. But I was so struck with how, for some reason... They found Topanga, they found these two actors who have great, like, relationship chemistry. Not like, like, physical chemistry, but they portray a relationship so well. Like, the faces that Topanga makes while Corey is saying off-the-wall bonkers stuff are so perfect. And then she's just like, whatever, I love him, it's fine. Like,
0: it is crazy because from what I understand, I don't think the two characters or the two people, the two actors, um, Ben Savage or Danielle Fishel, ever, ever actually like dated dated. Mm-mm. I think they've said publicly like, no, we never. But she dated, I think, Will Friedle for a little while or something. Really? Something like that, yeah.
1: Why have I never looked into any of this?
0: I don't know. You hate Boy Means World, I guess. No, I think I didn't
1: want any of the... Like Mystique Ruined. I like...
0: Mystique's another X-Man.
1: Yeah. Can you change everything? Hold on. (gasps) Oh my gosh.
0: What am I? Oh my gosh. I'm not going to open my eyes. What am I?
1: You're blue. Stop (laughs) breathing. I was thinking of a whole bunch of stuff and then I was like, no, we don't have time for this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... It is crazy that they have so such great on screen chemistry where like as a couple. But maybe that's it. Like they didn't have that, like physical um sparks.
1: Right. But that I think kept it from ever being an awkward thing too. Right. Like I don't know. I was really struck by it, especially like in in their in her outbursts to Corey and stuff. It just seems so natural. Like these are people who have grown so comfortable with each other almost like old people and it I don't know it was so cute I loved it
0: yeah those are your thoughts
1: yeah those are my thoughts
0: (laughs) those are the thoughts you said it was a
1: really good episode and I loved Rebecca Alexa and I loved the fact that she um she goes along with whatever all of these kids are saying to her I mean she's obviously not a kid and no she
0: was I think 30 when this episode aired
1: yeah and um She was 26. She, like, just charmed me when Sean was like, can you read what I'm thinking? And she's like, yes. And he's like, are you doing it right now? And she's just like, yes. And he's like, I'm sorry. And just, like, her serenity was, I don't know. I loved her. And I realized that a lot of the side characters in Boy Meets World, as opposed to side characters in other shows, I... I'm drawn to them I feel like they're Written so well That's
0: true They're written well And they're acted well Like a lot mm-hmm. of times You get a Like a guest character In an episode Of most TV shows And they seem like They're always overacting
1: Right They're just shoo-ins They're just like Okay well I just need you to be in this For like five minutes Or whatever It's not a big deal You're just gonna keep The story going right. But in Boy Meets World I feel like you have These characters that are um, They really enhance it Yeah And she's definitely One of them Because I So often I'm like, I'm so surprised at the fact that I love this side character that we're never going to see again. And I only think I do that with Boy Meets World.
0: Yeah, but where was Morgan?
1: (sighs) Morgan Watch
0: 2020. (sighs) One of these days.
1: Well, guys, this is our holiday episode. (laughs) We're only a, a few weeks late. Do you realize if we hadn't done the Christmas episode mm-hmm. and we hadn't skipped a week, mm-hmm. this episode would have fallen the week after New Year's?
0: Yeah, would have been great. But instead, we thought we were going to, like, that's what I'm saying with this show. You can't <laughs> plan anything out because of the way it, like. The- I
1: knew. I knew when the New Year's episode was.
0: Okay, so we could have planned it out, but you didn't do that.
1: You wanted to write that episode so bad, and you did such a great job. <laughs>
0: you came up with the idea to do the Christmas episode, though.
1: I said, if we had planned this better, we could do a Christmas episode.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And then you were like, we could still. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, gonna to go with this. This is great. <laughs> I love it when you're creative. I'm literally saying everything you touch turns to gold and you're somehow making it like I'm being hostile towards you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: I don't know why you hate me.
0: But if you want to, find us on Twitter.
1: At BMG BMW,
0: Or email us.
1: At BMGMBMW at gmail.com.
0: Find us on Facebook.
1: Type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World in the search bar.
0: Or find us on Instagram.
1: BMG BMW. Yep.
0: Um. Anything else you'd like to add before we go?
1: No, I don't think so. Thanks for bearing with us while we got rid of the flu. Cause
0: Knock on wood.
1: I think that's not real wood. Hey, do you know how
0: crazy it is? I was just thinking, how crazy is it that Amazon has completely changed an entire name for us? Like, you can't name your child Alexa anymore. Like,
1: And if you do, you can't have and alexa
0: that seems very odd to me like why couldn't they have picked a name that wasn't a name
1: yeah and now if you want to go to the amazon you have to like really spell it out for people if you're like well i'm getting all my shots done because i'm going to the amazon they think that you're just going to amazon headquarters or you're gonna pick up your phone and hit the amazon link on your phone so that you can shop you have to be like i'm going To the Amazon, where I will not be in civilization. I will be in the Amazon jungle. And that is why I have to get all these shots, so that I don't get sick and die.
0: And people are just like, can you prime ship me some leaves from the Amazon? (laughs) No one's ever said that to you? All the time. Thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 3, Episode 10. Class dismissed.